This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No one is, 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 is more locked From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. Sean Payton takes the Denver job, and Sean Payton is a great offensive coach. There are questions, I think, that are totally valid about why did you miss the playoffs five times in Breeze's prime, and why were you so enamored with Taysom Hill, but for the Broncos, given that they committed a quarter of a billion dollars to Russell Wilson, I think it's the best that they could have done by far. It's the Walton family, it's Walmart money, stability, credibility, offensive mind, believes that he can fix the quarterback, the money's in their sofa cushions, no problems. For the Broncos, I completely get it. Do you think this is why Sean Payton left the Saints, though? Like, I, is this a good job? I, I'm just surprised that, like, at the beginning, I thought he wanted the Cowboys gig. Then that job doesn't open. Then the jobs that open don't have stud quarterbacks attached to it because the Chargers job doesn't open. But like, why wasn't Sean Payton set up to be like it was for, you know, Bill Cower or Tony Dungy when they retired at the beginning, when they were just linked to every job for a few years? They ended up not taking them. But I, the best that Sean Payton could do, like, or he was just itching to get back into coaching so bad that he's like, I'm going to hitch my wagon to Russell Wilson, a team with no other offensive pro bowlers. And I've got to go through Justin Herbert and Pat Mahomes for the next decade. And maybe, maybe, maybe Aaron Rodgers, if he goes to Vegas, like that's why Sean Payton left the Saints. I just, the Broncos job is not a good job. I don't I, I don't get why it's attractive to Sean Payton, but I get, of course, why Sean Payton's attractive to the Broncos. Okay, so I've got a lot to say about this. Uh, number one, it's a great job or the best job in the NFL if they give him the biggest contract ever given to a head coach, which I still have not seen the numbers on it. We know Bill Belichick's making $20 million a year. If Sean Payton's making $25 million a year, then that answers the question that he got he got money that completely changed and reset the market for what an NFL head coach makes. 
And so I think from that perspective, that's what gets him to take that job probably more than anything else. I think the money talks if that's what it is. If it's all guaranteed and it's like, I don't know. Personnel input and all that. And it's 10 years and $250 million. That's why he goes. Um, There are a few other things like, part of me wonders, he is so, you pointed this out, there's some hubris there where he thinks that he can be a miracle worker with quarterbacks. Does he see Russell Wilson and, and think, this is Drew Brees all over again? This is a guy smaller. I can make him an accurate passer. I can convince him to move around a little bit more. Wilson was obviously a big Drew Brees disciple. Worshipped the guy. Looked up to the guy. Is is is, is Peyton seeing a little Brees 2.0 in Wilson? Is he squinting to see it? Probably. But is that what attracts him to Wilson as a quarterback? He knows he's going to get the buy-in from Wilson. He's he's good at convincing people that he's going to be hyper-focused and committed. But uh, there's also, to answer your question about the years where they didn't make the playoffs, that's why Denver needs to make sure that he's bringing in the right defensive coordinator because that's why those teams sucked. They went 7-9 and nine in those back-to-back-to-back years because their defense was coached by Rob Ryan and was like 31st and 32nd in the year every year. That was the issue. We're seeing a lot of head coaches now get that part. You know, that's why Andy Reid has Steve Spagnolo. That's why he is the guy that stopped Brady in the 07 Super Bowl on his staff. They went to an AFC championship game. They lost in overtime because they didn't get the ball. And he fired his defensive coordinator after that game. Effing brilliant. That's one of the best decisions Andy Reid ever made. I don't know if he made that or if the Hunt family convinced him to do it, but I don't care. Yeah. So that's what's got to happen here. You know, there was talk about Fangio going back there. That's not going to happen now. It doesn't look like. If no, they he's, going keep to, that- he's going to Miami, and, and and Vic Fangio is a lot of things. He's a he's a proud dude. He's not going back to the organization. Well, that- keep the defensive coordinator that's there now, maybe. If you can. The dude yeah. That- oh, absolutely. Um, what's Ihira? What's his? Avero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, a hundred percent. Uh, they, that I agree with you on that. And the Broncos defense was, was good and overachieved and, and, and all of that. I just playoff wins in the next five years for the Denver Broncos. I'll set the over under at 0.5. I'd go over that. I don't, I don't think they will be in a Super Bowl, but with seven teams making the playoffs, I think they'll find a way to win one. Maybe Peyton knows something about moving off that Wilson contract if it doesn't no. work this year. I don't know how that happens, though. I'm not smart enough to get to the bottom of that. Um, but, look, I mean, I thought what he did in 2021 with the Saints to win nine games and to start Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, in Ian Book at quarterback. That's a hell of a coaching job. Yeah, dude. He oh he's to a win hell nine of, games with those he's guys. He's a hell of a coach. Like, I, I just you the money point is inarguable, right? Like the 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 Chargers ownership group is not paying what the Broncos ownership group is paying. So 
if you're right, and why wouldn't you be? Again, it's the Walmart family. They need credibility. If he did it for money, that's why 99.9% of people take jobs. Yeah. For money. But he's made a lot of money. So I was just, as a for a football reason, it surprised me that that's where he was going to go. The other coaching story that is 5% as covered, but I find to be almost as interesting, Mike McCarthy is now going to call plays in Dallas because a top five scoring offense in the NFL fired their offensive coordinator and he immediately gets a better job with the Chargers. He goes from Dak Prescott to Justin Herbert with Rashawn Slater and Corey Lindsley and Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. That is an, I can't believe it, man. Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy is going to get fired next year, and Kellen Moore is going to have Justin Herbert. I can tell you this much, Pony. I'm going to have another bet on the Chargers' futures, baby. As soon as I saw that move, I was like, Danny's going to be all in on the Chargers again. All in. As soon as the number posts. I hope the Chiefs win the Super Bowl because I have a bet on them, but also because it'll make the Chargers like 25 to 1 to win next year's Super Bowl. Uh, and I'll uh, and I'll bet it. I don't think it'll I think it'll be I think it'll be lower than that. I think it'll be like 15 to 1. Probably. Maybe 12 to 1. But you know, the McCarthy thing is really interesting from this angle. Like we thought on the outside looking in that he needed to win the Tampa playoff game. And then have a respectable showing in the next round to like salvage his to salvage his job. At least that's what I thought. That they needed to win and then be competitive. And that's what happened. They blew out Tampa and they lost in San Francisco by a touchdown. Respectable showing. He apparently had enough power there and clout there that he was able to convince Jerry Jones that what's holding us back is that I don't have enough power, that I don't have enough say in what we do on the offensive side of the ball. And he won. And he won that battle. Do you agree with the decision? No. Okay, good. I don't. Me neither. Like, and and just... How did you watch Dallas this year and come away with the the, the conclusion that the problem was the well, offense? And I and I get like okay they they had a disagreement on philosophy, and head coach beats offensive coordinator, okay, but Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, and the thing about this what? is I think it's <laughs> I think it's going to make him even worse in these game management situations because. He's also got to be thinking even more about not just the next play, but five plays ahead, seven plays ahead on the offensive side of the ball. He's got to be more hands-on with the offense in game. And I think that that, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's going to hurt him as the game management coach, I think, because he's got more on his plate. So... It's just, you know, the thing that people say, and I don't make, and I don't mean to make light of this, but I keep hearing it and it's like, 
it makes me wonder if people know something that I don't know. But I hear I, somebody texted me about it this morning. Well, what is Jerry Jones doing? He's old. Doesn't he want to win a Super Bowl before he dies? And I'm like, is he? How old is Jerry Jones? Is he 90? He's in no. his 70s, right? He's in his, what, mid-70s? Or is it He's early? 80. He's 80. 80. Okay, like, I keep hearing people say that, like, he's got to win next year. He might not have a year at, like, it's kind of a effed up conversation, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, there's a very morbid undertone to, like, the Cowboys need to win now conversation, which seems to be people are just convinced that Jerry Jones is not long for planet Earth. Have you also picked up on that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, that – there is some truth to it. We've been saying that in Chicago about Virginia McCaskey. She just turned 100. Right, but people are like, that should be guiding his decision-making. Like, he might not be here for much longer. And I'm hearing people in our roles, like on major shows, saying that all the time. It's I can only that, imagine how that makes Jerry Jones feel. Like, holy shit. <laughs> it's it's normally more of a baseball thing. Because, like, in football, you can only spend so much money. There's a cap and a floor. And there's a three-year cash spend that you need to hit. Like, in baseball, it right wasn't it the thing with uh, with Illich in Detroit? He's like, yeah. ah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try to, I'm just gonna try I'm gonna to buy one. Give Miguel Cabrera twice. this contract. Yep. Yeah, you know, so I'm just gonna try to buy one of these things bef- before I die. Scherzer, Verlander. Yep. Yeah. Um, but in baseball, you can do it. It's like, ah, I don't want to really leave this money to my snot-nosed kids, so I'm just gonna go get an extra left-handed bat. You can't really do that in the NFL. So, but you know, again, his heart pumps Johnny Walker Blue. And scandal. He also has like probably a medical team that's, you know, he's paying on retainer like millions of dollars. He has people watching like his sodium intake and cholesterol intake not nonstop. I mean, like, yeah. You never know. I mean, the owner of the Rams drowned. Like months before they made the Super Bowl in 79, just drowned. You know, you don't really, you know what I mean? Like crazy shit happens. Yeah, you never know. That's a good point. I mean, that's a headline you wouldn't expect to see. NFL owner drowns. No, that would surprise me. You think most of them. And then they went to the Super Bowl that year. Hmm. Lost. NFL owner drowns. Do we have any other stories that we needed to hit on? I don't think so. Are we done? Uh, I'll do one quick one. Okay. Uh, now that now that Tom Brady is off the list, who is the biggest name quarterback that you think is a realistic fit? Well, no. Let me start over. Let me go back to Aaron Rodgers here. Do you think Aaron Rodgers ends up with the New York Jets? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I, let's put it this way. I don't think it's I don't think he ends up in Green Bay. He's not going to retire because of the 5-year thing with Brady for the Hall of Fame, which a million people have said and I agree with that. Well, all and, the way. And, so, so do you think that J.J. Watt's pissed? 
JJ uh, Watt loves the spotlight. He loves yes, flipping he tire in front of a camera on Hard Knocks. So you think JJ Watt? He, he sent out that tweet about, "Oh, congrats to the goat. Let's go play golf. Beers on you." I bet you he's going to be a little upset not being the biggest name in Canton. Yeah, but I, yeah, but he might look at it like, "Oh, this is the greatest Hall of Fame induction class of all time. It's me and Tom Brady, like Thelma and Louise, going off together. Who knows with him?" All right. So if we think he's not a Packer. And then we think he's not, then he's not in the NFC. It's Jets or Raiders. And do we think that the Raiders can afford him? Like, do we think cat? that the do we think that the Raiders can afford him? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough contract to absorb. And you got to have a lot of cash on hand, which Mark Davis doesn't have. Well, there you go. I mean, there's your answer. I think you just said it best right there. You know, it's it's a I, – I, so I – what other AFC team could Aaron Rodgers realistically go to? Like, the Jets can afford it. Their best players are all on rookie deals. They They absolutely can afford it. And for him, you know, I I would think you'd want to stay in the NFC, but the Packers don't want to trade you there. The NFC is just so quarterback barren. But if you're going to go to an AFC division, and you, I mean, I guess you'd want to go to the South. Well, the yeah, I mean, that's where you'd want to go, just because you think there's the easiest path, even though Lawrence is there. Right, but winning. there's no, but there's no, but like, but Colts. Texans, Titans don't have rosters that are ready to 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 win with him. Well, so I mean, I guess you think, all right, I'll I'll stay in the cold. I'll go to a big market, and I'll I got to go through Buffalo and Miami. Rogers obviously believes he can do that. It's it's certainly easier to go through Josh Allen and Tua than I, it is Herbert Mahomes and Sean Payton. I don't hear anybody bring up New England when they've got a lot of cap space and. Okay, they hired, awesome. Bill, they hired Bill O'Brien. Does that mean that Bill Belichick is ready to triple down on Mac Jones? I don't look at it that way. Well, I mean, listen, you move on from Mac Jones if you can get Aaron Rodgers. That's not even a debate or a question. That, well, that's what I mean. But but why wouldn't he be able to do that? They've got, among AFC teams, they're near the top. I think Cincinnati and Houston might be the only teams – with more cap space than them. Houston's obviously out because they're going to draft the quarterback. And then Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, like, I don't know. That would the be... resources would be there to make that deal. You know, there's all this writing that's been done about how Belichick is always from afar marveled at Aaron Rodgers' physical tools. If he thinks that even though he'd incur a big cap hit, that in terms of what he would give up from a draft pick or player, he'd be buying low on him almost. I'm just saying. Oh, I, I mean, listen, I like it. It'd be unbelievable. It'd be unbelievable copy, as they say. I mean, the storylines would, would be amazing. Doesn't have a number one receiver, though. But you don't think in that situation, he didn't have a number one wide receiver last year. You don't think yeah, Rodgers and, and it didn't go well. But you don't think Rodgers would look at it like Bill figured it out. Bill will figure it out for me. Uh, he might. He might. 
He, he he might, but... Like, would you rather be like, I'll throw to Garrett Wilson with Nathaniel Hackett and Robert Sala as my coach, or just figure if I go to Bill Belichick, he'll make it work for me? I would say Belichick. I think that Rodgers saw what life was like without Devontae Adams. And he was but very also, frustrated think, with those receivers. Don't you think Rodgers would want to get out of the fucking shadow of Favre and not want to just do the same thing Favre did and go Green Bay to New York? But here's the thing about that. Nobody thinks that Favre was better than Rodgers. I don't know. I've got former Steelers players telling me that they think Ben was better than Aaron Rodgers. So you'd be surprised what crazy things people say about NFL quarterbacks. Well... That's obviously ridiculous and very biased. <laughs> like so, it's crazy. the The quarterback debates, like you, blew my mind with the Manning over Brady thing. But I've noticed. Francesca the, said the same thing, by the way. Francesca, like, no, no, said, no, no, he did not. He said a better regular season quarterback than Brady. That's all he said. He did not say better overall quarterback, like you said. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Just the way that this Brady retirement has sparked these conversations, it's just, it's fascinating to watch where people, what people do with this. Like Orlovsky didn't even put Montana in his top five. Yeah. That was was questionable at best. Who would you rather have to win one game? If we're not talking about- That's a different conversation. That's not resume, but yeah. Yeah, I know, but but resume is not – yes, I agree. But no one said that Manning's resume was better than Brady's. I wouldn't make that argument. He's got the best trophy case. He's the okay. winning that, – that, that's objective. That's not subjective. Subjective is greatest, best, most talented. Who would you want to win a drive? Who would you want to win a game? Who would you trust? These are all that's, different questions. And Well, okay, but – but yours is, I mean, you said resume. Resume is objective. That, yeah, that's Brady. We're all in agreement on that. But who's the most talented dude you've ever seen? Who's the best quarterback? The best quarterback. The greatest quarterback of all time for me best. is Brady. Best. The best at playing quarterback. How is it not him? Arm talent, mobility. He did it for 23 years <laughs> eh. at an incredibly high level. He was fine. You just, just won, <laughs> you just won a lot. Try to find loopholes and ways. No, he didn't just win a lot. He, he has years. Won. Two years ago, he led the league in passing touchdowns. That's not that winning was, a yeah. lot. Yeah. He's got a 5,000-yard season. He's got a 50-touchdown season. I know. I know. He's very good. Very good player. He's in my top five. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. All right, good dude. Uh, talk. When are we doing the next one? So Sunday, I'll uh, I'll pop in from Phoenix. All right. So Sunday, we'll do Phoenix, do the game stuff. Then Thursday, we can do some gambling. Love it. Thank All you, right, Spencer man. Ray. First in pod, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 